to A Brit in LA with star of stage and screen, Lauren Samuels. Each week, she'll be navigating different areas of the US entertainment industry after swapping London for La La Land. She'll be meeting inspiring figures who are achieving their own Hollywood dreams. Hello and welcome to the final episode of our second series. Thank you all so much for sticking with me on this journey. It really does mean so much to me. And I have got a real treat lined up for you today. It's something a little little different because I'm going to be the one answering the questions, okay? I'm so excited to see what you guys have been sending in, and I'm even more excited to be joined by my co-host today, the man whose voice introduces this podcast every episode, but who you (laughs) normally only hear from at the end. You lucky, lucky folk are getting in for the whole episode today. Hang on to your hats, people, because it is, of course, my wonderful best friend back in Blighty, Noel Sullivan. Hello, and the crowd goes wild once again. Of course. Oh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm very jealous that you're currently drinking a glass of wine and with the time difference, it is the morning for me, of course. Yeah, I mean, I don't people in L.A. drink first thing in the morning. Isn't that the <laughs> only way you can get through living in L.A.? Yeah, I think people probably do it just on the sly. You know, it's not really spoken about. Sure. It's not really a venti. We've talked about your coffee addiction before, but it's not that's not what's really in the disposable cup, is it? Exactly. Venti coffee. Everyone sort of scratches their nose. Thank you. Yeah. I'm very excited for you um, to be asking me questions today, but I do hope that you give your opinions as well, because you, of course, have lived in L.A. So, you know, it'd be nice to hear your thoughts on things. I'd also (laughs) like to thank you for asking me, for for seeing me as fit to be your interviewer today. I don't know if I think you're fit, mate. I don't know. I don't know if I think you're fit. I'm very nervous about how this episode is going to go. As always, I'm never quite sure of what we're going to get. I I think we've had a very successful season two, all in all. I'm (laughs) taking credit for all of it, not just the last five minutes of every episode. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I think we we have had a very successful. I have done a lot of hard work for this season. (laughs) We've really done a great job, Laura, and we really have. Right, so we should really we just have. crack on with some questions then? Because should got, we? I, okay. Honestly, we we opened up the email allowance, and let's just say there were there was a flood of question. Oh, how exciting! <laughs> okay, here we go. So, question number one is from Ali, and mm-hmm. the question is: What was the biggest culture shock you found when moving from England to LA? The price of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like how bloody expensive is it in LA? Um, no, I think the cost probably, of living crisis is worldwide. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think probably um, everyone just wanting to talk to you over here. I feel like in England, like people are too polite or I don't know, too stuck up. I don't know to talk to you, but everybody wants to say hi and wants to ask how your day is and wants to find out what's going on and like ask about you. And I think that was kind of a shock to get used to at first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, coming from the Midlands where no one says anything to you, just like a grunt. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And like the most that maybe people say to you in the morning is uh, in England is like, good morning or, you know, something like that. Maybe they'll just say hi. Whereas here it's like a full conversation. Hey, how are you? I love your dog. I love your outfit. I love you, you know. Which is nice. That's really nice. Because I, we, me and my mum were talking about this recently. I was back in Wales a couple of weekends ago. And same thing. Everybody wants to chat. And when you live in London, like you you dare not even like get eye contact with somebody on the tube without oh, fear no. that they might actually speak to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everyone just is averting their eyes at all costs. And if you do talk to someone, you're, you know, they presume that you're mental. Like, like if something's wrong with this person, they're talking to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 
I think that was a big culture shock, but also I have to also bring up the, the drivers here in LA. Would we say not the best drivers is what I'm, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I'm, I, think, I think what we'd say is their cars are so massive, they don't have to worry about anybody else on the road, do they? Exactly it's like if that, you hit they... something in one of those cars, they don't even feel it. It's just like they're all driving around in trucks. Yeah, and the roads are so big over here that I think there's just like a lack of care of like, oh, what lane am I in? Every lane, yeah. you know, no, never get, no indicating. Never, yeah, you'd never get an Escalade driving down a country lane in Cornwall, would you? No, well, quite. Uh, so they're my biggest uh, culture shocks, I would say, moving from England. Okay. Thank you, Ali, for your Lovely, wonderful thanks, question. Ali. <laughs> okay, Linda asks, I'm moving to LA soon. What should I pack? Oh, Linda, you should pack Noel Sullivan. Oh, <laughs> She wouldn't fit me in her hand luggage. Let me tell you, I tried when you left. <laughs> I would recommend bringing a Noel Sullivan or at least having someone like Noel Sullivan on the end of the line when you need a pick-me-up or you need some advice or something like that. Um, well, it's, what she's done with this question is made it quite general. There's not a lot of... Um... Yeah, we need more speci- specificity? Specific- I can't even specificity. say it. That'll be the red Speci- wine. That's the red wine. <laughs> it's normally you pulling me up on words that I've made up or can't pronounce, so I quite enjoy that. Thank you. No, I know um, the word specificity exists. I just can't say it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would also say, Linda, the one food th- item that I really miss over here is like really decent chocolate. So like Galaxy for me is like really decent chocolate. And so every time someone comes and visits me from England, I ask them to bring me a couple of bars of Galaxy or some minstrels or something like that. You know? So you say that, but that's still quite a cheap chocolate, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, a Galaxy. It's not like well, your lint or something like that, is it? You, you haven't gone for like a posh, lovely chocolate, like a Swiss chocolate. You've gone like no, but, you've gone like off off the corner shop shelf chocolate. No, I've gone for chocolate that you can't get here in the US. You can get lint. You, you, may, as well, you may as well have said chomp. I want a <laughs> yeah, chomp. Yeah, brilliant. Or, I will say chomp. Chomp is absolutely lovely. Lovely. I'll take all of those. I remember when Freddos were like five pence, and now they're like sixty-five pence or something like that. I'll not have American, it. But for your American listeners, pence are cents. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I still call everything. I still call everything um, pounds over here. Everything, even when it's got dollars inside it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's like ten quid. It's not. It's ten dollars, but you know. (laughs) I like. I like like, even when it's got dollars inside it. I love that. (laughs) What I meant was the dollar sign before it. You know what I meant. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, Okay, question (laughs) from Nikki. Of all Mm. of the guests you've had on the pod, who taught you the most? Present company expected, uh, excluded from that, obviously. Excluded, yeah. Expected, you said. So you, you expect me to say you, and I shan't. <laughs> I absolutely shan't. Um, that is a great question, Nikki. Thank you. Oh, there's a few that come up in there. I would say casting director Bonnie Zane, which was the start of um, season two, I learned so much from her about what kind of not to do in the audition room um, and how to better prepare for auditions. So that was great for me, like as an actor, I think learning from her. I also learned a great deal from Burt Ward um, in season one about dogs, which was unexpected actually. Burt Ward, of course, the original uh, Robin in Batman and Robin. Yeah, I learned a lot about dogs from him, which was a really unexpected twist and turn. So if you haven't (laughs) listened to that episode, check it back out in season one, because if you've got a dog, you will be like, "Ah, I've not been treating them correctly. Sure. So that was fun. <laughs> I could name loads there. I've learned something from everyone. Okay. Uh, question four. Oh, I don't. I just shouldn't have to give the number, should I? Okay. Thank you for these podcasts, says Susan. 
Um, I've learned so much of them, but I wanted to ask this. You are genuinely so funny. Have you ever thought of going into comedy? That question's a plan. This question, I'm like, sorry, but is this my mum? Like, (laughs) Susan, like genuinely, that's my mum's name, like genuinely. So is this my (laughs) mum? Susan, you've been rumbled. You should have at least called yourself Suzanne. What's the matter with you? (laughs) I love that. Thanks, mum. I'm really glad that you think I'm genuinely funny. Have I ever thought about going into comedy? Um, Every day of my life. Where is it? Where's my comedy career? I don't know. That's what that's what I ask about you all the time, Lauren. Yeah. Where is your comedy you. career? Where is uh, my comedy where career? Is it? I don't know. I deserve it, if anything. Um, and perhaps Susan, who is not my mum, it's just round the corner. Who knows? You never who know. Who knows, Noel? You don't. Okay. Oh, this is great. Talking of comedy, and now this is a bit of a funny question. Uh, G asks if you, <laughs> I don't know, G asks if you had one day left... <laughs> Oh, sorry, my voice is breaking, apparently. Um, if you <laughs> have one day left to live, what would you choose to have on that day for your breakfast? Uh, on that day for your breakfast? Oh, what? I'm reading this wrong. Oh, Can my God. Will you please stop drinking wine? This is embarrassing, Noel. Professionalism, please. Try one more time. Right. Do, <laughs> I think it's just the punctuation. Talking to comedy. Okay, right. If you had one, <laughs> If you had one day left to live, what would you choose to have on that day for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Okay, so it's three meals. It's three <laughs> meals. What would you have on each meal on your last day ever? That's bleak, but also vaguely interesting. Look, G, firstly, I've got to apologise that Noel is reprimanding your punctuation in this question. I, I really do apologise for that. Um, he is a stickler, though, as we've learned in the seasons, um, for language and correct, um, you know, articulation. I will, I will also say that... G doesn't have a name. G is just the letter G, like H from Steps. It's not like a... Yeah, but look at, H, like, look at H from Steps, you know, like, you know what I mean? You, or Mr. G. You can get away with it. I, I appreciate oh, right. it, G. Uh, what would I have anyway, if I had one day to live? Yeah, yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, I'd probably have either, and I can never decide on breakfast whether I want uh, sweet or savoury. I'm always like, oh, I really want like eggs or something, but then the pancakes look really good. So I don't know. Pancakes or Vegemite and poached eggs on toast. Which is the wrong answer because you live in LA, it should be dust or air. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Venti coffee, dust and air. Absolutely correct. But my. Okay, lunch. lunch. What about lunch? Yeah, my lunch, very LA answer. I would have sushi, definitely. Sushi, also incorrect, because you live in LA, it should be a cube of cheese. Oh, yes, you're absolutely right. So sorry, slap on the wrist for me there. And dinner um, would be a Sunday roast made by Noel Sullivan. Also incorrect. The correct answer was a vodka martini. <laughs> God damn it, G. I'm so sorry. I've got all these uh, all these answers wrong. I do apologise. But also on that note, though, I've got to let the listeners know that you are an exceptional cook. So if you do ever have the opportunity to be fed a meal produced by Noel Sullivan, <laughs> it will be. It will change your life. Maybe we'll have that as a prize on season three. <laughs> dinner with Noel. <laughs> <laughs> no, dinner by Noel. Dinner by Noel. You've just got to deliver it somewhere, dinner anywhere in the Noel. world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll deliver <laughs> it and I'll cook it for you. This is this is one of my favourite um, memories of you. I remember it was it was a really long time ago. So we haven't been we weren't friends as long as we are now. I want to say maybe we'd been friends for like a year or a couple of years. And you'd invited me over your house for lunch. 
I can't remember exactly what we were doing, but it was just a casual affair. And when I arrived, you were like, oh, I'm making a like goat neck stew. <laughs> and I was like, what? This is not normal lunch. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, just a little Caribbean cookout. It's nice to it's nice to travel the world by uh, by gastronomy. I think mm, mm, wise words indeed. There from not mm, it was delicious. Mm. I remember delicious. Uh, all oh. right, moving on. Okay, <laughs> Fifi wants to know who's your favorite actor and actress and why. Well, Fifi, first up, we call them all actors now. It's two thousand and twenty-two. <laughs> that is true, actually. That is true. No, it's two thousand twenty-three. It's two. It's two thousand twenty-three. I'm an idiot. <laughs> But either way, either way, I've always called myself an actor, though, even when like it was actor and actress. It yeah. was. I, I think I've always called myself an actor. I don't know. But I have been All asked right. that before by somebody. Well, why do you say actor and not actress? And I'm like, well, you know, adding the ESS or whatever doesn't make a lioness any different than a lion. You know, very um, good. Very good. Very good. Well, Fifi. This is a difficult question because I've got so many favourite actors. Tom Hanks is one of my absolute favourites because he's just a national treasure. Yes, he is. National he's a global treasure. treasure. He's, not even, he's not even a national treasure. He's a global treasure. He's just like one of those people that I think I would be really, really starstruck if I met. Favourite Tom Hanks film? Oh, that's really hard as well because uh, probably, probably Forrest Gump, not going to lie. Yeah. I have watched that 500 times and still sob every single yeah. time. But do you know yeah. who um, at the minute I'm absolutely loving? Um, Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, yeah. Because oh, just like... wonderful renaissance she's had of late. She's playing some she's amazing just, parts. Yeah, she's just so fab. And she just like strikes me as someone who gives zero Fs. Don't want to swear on the pod, it's a family show. But no, you know no, what I mean? That kind of person that's just like gives zero, just lives her best life, is who she is, fabulous, want to be her, Stifler's yeah. mum. You will be her one day. I have I have no doubt. <laughs> Good, can't wait. Can't wait for that time. Who's your favourite actor? Oh, like film actor, Anthony Hopkins. Sure. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Well, Welsh. Yeah, I'm not allowed to answer any of these questions with non-Welsh people because it's like it's indoctrinated into us as children. You only like Welsh it's, things. <laughs> sure, is that the government? Like, yeah, yeah, they're like, don't, yeah. don't be like out loud saying anything other than Welsh uh, celebrities and yeah. Welsh foods and Welsh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, Anthony Hopkins. I watched the, that film that he did with uh, Olivia Coleman recently. The Father, is it? Have you seen it? Oh yeah, it's, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Oh, watch. It's heartbreaking and brilliant and wonderful. There you go. Um, I shall. Okay. Listeners, watch that movie. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Let, moving on. Sarah asks, which British TV show do you miss the most now you're living in the States? I miss anything BBC, really. You know those loose like... episodes. Loose Women. <laughs> Stop it. It is. It's Loose Women. I think about it regularly. Loose so Women sad. is our version of... Well, the Ameri in America, they've got The View, haven't they? Which is, it's like A-listers. They've got like Whoopi Goldberg and that. Uh, and on the Loose Women, it's like, not that. It's not that. You, you'd be great <laughs> loose on women, the panel of Loose Women. Uh, would you think I'm loose enough? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're definitely that. Oh, really? Lovely. No, um, it wouldn't be a chat show. It would be anything BBC. You know those like really good episodics that BBC randomly put out sometimes, like four-part drama, new like yeah. those kind of things that you don't... 
I'm sure you must get them here on an American channel. I don't know where it is and what it is, but those kind of really gritty uh, it's, BBC it's, dramas. I think it's called the BBC World Service. Really? Yeah, just have a look on um, cable. You'll find it. All right. But well, yeah, there, there was a really good one of late uh, called The Vigil, starring Saran Jones. If you get to exactly see that. those kind of things, you know, those kind yeah. of things that I just I miss over here. And yeah, that's 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 what Sarah. That is my answer to your question. Thank you. Now the next question, Lauren, is something mm -hmm. that's been playing on my mind for a while. Um, what what is your favourite musical theatre show? That's from Amelia. <laughs> Amelia, dear Amelia, how often I get asked this question. If I had a pound for every time, a dollar for every time, and every single time I can't answer it, which is so embarrassing having had such a, uh, such a, a long musical theatre career, but it's too difficult to answer. I feel like my favourite musical changes all the time. Like I have ones dear to my heart when I first discovered musical theatre. The very first show that I went to see, like professional show, was actually Phantom of the Opera that oh, my really? mum took me to. Yeah. And I remember thinking it was just absolutely incredible and just like screaming when the chandelier fell and all that. So that holds a dear, dear place in my heart. I, I um, fell asleep when I watched Phantom for the first time. Well, that says a lot about you, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, you don't appreciate the fine arts. Um, well, do you know, it's because it wasn't very funny. As Susan recalled earlier, she wanted to know why you're not gone into comedy, but then she took you to Phantom of the Opera. Nothing funny about that, Susan. <laughs> um, yeah, so and then otherwise, then I've, I've obviously got to say my favourite musical after that has got to be Grease. My very first uh, West End debut playing Sandy, meeting my dearest friend, No Sullivan. <laughs> Grease, it's got to be in there, hasn't it? Do you know, I've just uh, done a workshop online today with a bunch of students that I'm going to work with in the Bahamas in a couple of weeks' time, putting on a version of Greece. <gasps> and it was so cool. We've got a female Kaniki. Like, oh, love every, that! Yeah, it's so cool. Every colour of the rainbow there as well, which is just lush. It's going to be such an interesting, brilliant production. Um, but so you're like directing it? Yeah, imagine. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine you sure you're that. not going to bring out? You're not going to bring out your Danny. I know you are. It's going to come right out. It's within you. No, no. A good director doesn't show them what to do, Lauren. A good director like explains to them how to find the character within themselves. It wouldn't be fair on those kids if I showed them how to do Danny because they would <laughs> never be up to scratch, would they? It'd just they be feel inferior. It this would be disappointing for the children involved. It would be depressing for me re recounting <laughs> that wonderful time of my youth. Um, I'm not going to go down that route, but thanks for the tip. No, I just feel like you're unprepared. I think it's it's so embedded deep within your soul that at some point in the workshop, you'll be like, um, you're the one that I want, you are the one I want. <laughs> you will. You won't know. It'll just come out of you organically. <laughs> I might just have a, a, a rehearsal call with the band on their own, just me and the band, and I say yeah. every part. Uh, Do you know what I always remember from our days in Greece? Right at the end of the show when we had that huge power cut and the, the guitarist like electrocuted himself with his amp. Do you remember? Oh, this on, is a true on. story, folks. <laughs> It was it was the bass player, and uh, bass player. and he'd been at yeah, and he'd been. It's very easy on West End shows to get very comfortable and just be like, oh, I'm going to stick in this show for years now. And the bass player had been in the show for six years, and he'd never moved his chair, 
and his chair had cut through the power cable to the amp. And yeah, just towards the end of you're the one that I want, there was a huge explosion. All the lights went off in the theatre and the guy got carried out on a stretcher. <laughs> true story, guys. We're laughing. <laughs> but it's a very, very true dramatic story. Yeah, he didn't die. Otherwise, we wouldn't be laughing. But it was very, it was a moment, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. And you know why it was so funny as well? Because it was right at the end when Danny, your character, goes, Well, all I can say is, and then it goes into a wababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababab
You wait until you come and visit and we're both in our rollerblades and hot pants on that boardwalk. I'm actually really, I'm really good on a skate. I would go classic four, you know, like four configuration skate, not rollerblades. I, it's not for me that, but I, I would do like Starlight Express wannabe. Yeah, with, with, with a good stopper on the front, not not one of those stoppers on the heels. Anyway, and a leg warmer. Yeah, always a leg warmer, even if it's twenty eight degrees. Of I've course, I've got some on now. Actually, <laughs> well, of course. Why would you not carry on, darling? Even so at, sorry, even at, sorry, I was just going to say, even at forty two, so you've always got to be ready to dance, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. You've got to keep those calves warm at all times yeah. because you never know when one might need to pirouette or tap dance out the room, exactly. uh, shuffle off the and buffalo also, just out into I the. Also- <laughs> I often step will change just into the kitchen. Indeed, um, indeed. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> okay, Anna's written in with a question. Thank God. Uh, what do you miss most about the UK? Oh, Anna, I miss my people. My people. Mm. I miss my friends and my family and my Noel. And yeah, just, just having the ability, I guess, to be able to just pop and see someone or even just picking the phone up to call someone because of the time difference sometimes you're like oh i just want to call oh no they're asleep you know Mm. like i miss just having the ability to be able to pop and see someone do not feel sorry for me that answer has broken my heart a little bit because it's the first honest answer you've given all all episode how all of these have been honest answers, Noel. This is just the first yeah, one that, that was that's the, pierced your cold heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the first one that I felt had true feeling behind it. That's, mm, that's mm. But yeah, my people, and I, I miss my people very much, of course. <laughs> oh, look, quick, let's move on before she cries into that dust. Oh, no, I'm, too, I'm okay. too emotional. <clears throat> Victoria would like to know, what has surprised you most about L.A.? The first thing that springs to mind, um, Victoria, is uh, just quite how dirty it is here. I think that people <laughs> perhaps have this kind of like glamorized, or I certainly did anyway, of like this tinsel town, beautiful, sparkly, you know, Hollywood. And then you get here and you go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame and you're like, ew, <laughs> like it is dusty. It's so rough. You, f- you feel like you need a little wash after you've walked down the Hollywood Boulevard, don't you? Like, it's just <laughs> Absolutely. disgusting. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think, I feel like, I don't know whether this is true, perhaps it is, for the, when they like host the Oscars, they like must like severely clean the streets or like, yeah, I don't know what they do, but they make it look so, so beautiful. Well, the big red carpet, they cover it all up. They cover the sidewalks <laughs> with the big red carpet. <laughs> because, yeah, I think I imagined it to be a lot more sparkly and beautiful uh, than it actually is. But isn't that showbiz? Ain't that just showbiz? <laughs> Hey, top tip. Next time I have to mop the kitchen floor, I'm just going to put down a big red carpet. Yeah, you deserve it, actually, Noel. You deserve a red carpet to wake up to every day, to chassé down. (laughs) Is it it sachet? But don't worry. I like chassé. It's nice. What? I said chassé. What did I say? It's not that, babe. It's sachet. Does RuPaul say... Oh, look. Chassé away. Okay, and the last question, a different Victoria says, oh, I I really like this one. Uh, Mm -hmm. You end each show by saying, go for your dreams. What are your dreams, Lauren? Oh, what are my dreams? Well, I do have actually a a specific dream. Um, I would really like to be in a period drama. You know, I just see myself in a big hoop skirt, one of those big frocks, you know, fanning myself, uh, waltzing around, doing some sort of period dancing 
is that an American period piece or a, a, a British period piece? Like, are you saying a Bridgerton or like a some kind of Wild West vibe? Oh, um, I was thinking of some kind of like Bridgerton vibe, but certainly throw me on a horse in a Wild West. I'll do that as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Throw, me on, throw her on a horse. She's ready. She's galloping <laughs> off into that Nuneaton sunset. What a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Just see me riding over that mountain, Drudd. No, um, and then <laughs> another another dear dream of mine, of course, is to be on stage with you again, Noel. We've done two oh, shows that... together. Yeah. And I would just love it to do be, a third. It would be lovely. It would be lovely to just tick that box one final time. A short run, I'd like. Nothing yeah. too taxing. No, of course. You know, of course. Maybe um, a one night only. That would be lovely. A lovely one night only with Noel Sullivan and Lauren Samuels. I see it now. I see hey, it now. So just do, let's do that next year when you come home. We'll do a Zidell or something. Let's actually do that. That'd be so much fun. That would be very fun. Although with you and I, we'd never get through the concert. We just, we'd just be laughing. Well, people aren't, coming, people aren't coming for the songs, babe. They're coming for the bands. They're coming for the comedy. Thank you, Susan. My comedy mm. career will begin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get you a comedy agent in, perchance. Oh, lovely, perchance. Um, <laughs> I've really enjoyed answering all these questions and having you as my co-host, darling. Yeah, it's been well, absolutely anytime. wonderful. Is that it? Is that all the questions? That's, it's not all of them, but you know. Oh, we've run out of time. Yeah, we've been talking for far too long. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, I, uh, well, that's a wrap then, I guess. Oh, thank you so much, all of you, for sending in all of your questions. It, it's, it was very joyous to get to read them all. So thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for tuning in and listening every week. Um, it's been a pleasure to answer all your questions. And hopefully, maybe you know me uh, a little bit better now. <laughs> uh, thank you, of course, to Noel as well for asking me all of the questions you have been wonderful you're most welcome you're always <laughs> wonderful i love you i love you too bye bye you've been listening to a britain la with me lauren samuels thank you of course to my very very dear mate noel sullivan for co-hosting thank you to you guys as always for listening and for making the podcast such a big hit oh, i'm like I, I gush it thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate it and those questions today were absolutely fabulous if you do have any further questions or suggestions for the show then please do reach out via the contact section of the show's website abritinla.fm i absolutely love hearing from you guys it would be wonderful to have your help continuing the success of this podcast and so if you've enjoyed it and you're listening on spotify or google Podcasts, then please do click those little five stars if if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Audible, then please leave a review of the show. You can also share a link with your friends, etc., etc. Blah blah blah. Thank you so much for being so brilliant. We'll do this again very soon, but until we do meet again, wherever you are in the world, please do me a favor. Go for your dreams. Ta-ta for now. Well, wasn't that amazing? It was created and produced by Podcast Partners. They're really lovely people and rather good at all this podcasting guff. Find out more at podcastpartners.com. Listener.